0: Shalom, and I hope all is well. My name is Yitzhak Shifman. Thanks for tuning into this podcast, and I hope you enjoy the Torah classes in it. Now, on to the episode. Today's Amor of is Mem Aleph Amud Aleph 41A. We're beginning five lines from the top of the page. We're going to have two sections in today's learning. That is Hashem. The Gemara begins explaining a machlegis, the last machlegis we had in the Mishnah. So the Mishnah had told us that if a person had many types of foods in front of him, Rabbi Yehuda says you'd make the bracha on the min shiva. means you make a bracha on the food item that is of the seven minim we, we're going to mention momentarily in the Pesach, referring to the fruits of Eretz Yisrael. And the Chachamim say, He says the bracha on whichever one he prefers. Now, we have two ways of explaining this machlaikis. Ula is the first explanation of the machlaikis, as well as one of the two opinions of Ravami or Rabbietzrek Nafcha. And he says as follows There's only a debate if the foods that are in front of you are of the same bracha, for example, an olive and an apple. And the debate is, which one do you make the bracha to exempt the other? Which means, Rabbi Yehuda says, min shiva, you make a bracha on the, ap- on the olive and exempt the apple. And the chacham say, if the apple is chaviv, you make a bracha on that to exempt min shiva. However, says Ula, and again, one of Rabbi Ami or Rabbi Yitzhak Nafcha, if there are different brachas, for example, you have an olive and a radish, so the olive is a'itz, and it's shiva sabminim, and the radish is haadamah, all would agree that you need to make a bracha on both. And therefore, it would be Pashat. You'd have to make eight and Ha'adamah separately. You wouldn't be able to potter with the radish, the so Hadamah, to exempt the fruit. Even though we know, we learned before, if you make Hadamah on fruit, you that's only where you made a mistake and there was the item in front of you. But if there's two foods in front of you, all would agree that you'd have to make a brach on both, and that wouldn't be debated. The Gemara does explain within this shita that if there was a scenario of Icar and Tofel, and the example that we illustrated with this with is, if he makes a Hadamah on a radish, and just to take away the sharpness of the radish he eats an olive, he wouldn't make another ha'etz. But if it's two separate minim, ula, and again, one of Ami Amir, Rav Yitzchak Nafcha, learn, it's posh, you'd have to make two separate brachos uh, without exception. The second approach, explaining the machlokis though, again, one of the two Rav Amir, Rav Yitzchak he says that not only is there a debate in regards to where it's the same bracha, and the debate would be which exempts the other, but there would be another debate if they're different brachas. means, again, let's take that same case where you had an olive and a radish. And the question is, which bracha would be said first? Rabbi Yehuda says, Min Shiva takes precedence. And Rutan or the Chachamim say, the Chaviv, which if in this case, the radish is um, more Chaviv, that would take precedence. And the Gemara says, this second approach of explaining the Machlokas is contingent in the next section, we'll move on to in a moment, and Rabbi Yitzchak's understanding of the Pasuk of Sheva Saminim. Rabbi Yitzchak explains that when the Pasuk says mm-hmm. the order of the Pasuk lists the significance of the fruits in the Pasuk, or the items, the food items in the Pasuk, so as to say that if you have these food items in front of you, you'll make a bracha initially on the earlier items in the Pasuk. And the mafarsh speak out, that means that even if the chita that's in front of you is Ha'ad this is debated, but, Even if it's a Hadamah, for example, you chew raw wheat, like we learned about before, which would be Hadamah, and you also had something that's Ha'etz, for example, a Rimon. You'd make a Brachan now, which is earlier in the Pasuk, because the Pasuk is highlighting the significance of the species, the types of food, and therefore Rebbe Yehuda sides like Rebbe Yitzchak as he explains this Pasuk, and if within the Shiva Saminim there's significance given to the earlier items in the Pasuk, certainly versus another food altogether, like a radish, you'd make a bracha first on the Shiva Saminim. The tanakama, the Chachamim disagree, and they say, no, they don't, we disagree with that drasha in place of Chaviv, that's how Rashi learns, and therefore you make a bracha on the radish and not necessarily on the olive uh, it, what's in, that's in front of you. Okay. Now, based on this, the Gemara moves on to the second section and shows there's actually two ways of understanding that Pasik. Rabbi Yitzchak understands it above, like we learned, that the Pasik is teaching you precedence because it's teaching you the significance of the fruits and the food items in the Pasuk itself. So like I said, wheat would make a on wheat before the others if they were in front of you. But Reb Khanan disagrees and he explains the Pasuk is actually implying the significance of Eretz Yisroel, that each food item listed in the Pasuk teaches us Shi'ure Torah, measurements in Halacha for different areas of the Torah. And the Gemara goes through as follows. Chita teaches us that if a person enters the house Menuga, it's a Ras house, if he's wearing his clothing, so he becomes tummy immediately, but his clothing would only become tame if he waits enough time to eat a wheat half loaf while he's leaning with dips. But the point is, it uses the measurement of wheat for that halacha of when his clothing become tame when he's wearing them in the house of Tzara. Seora is to teach us that if there's a bone from a mace the size of a barley corn, it's metame bimago v'masa, but it doesn't convey Tumas ohel. Geffen teaches us in the Pazek of a Nazir, eight grape products, seeds and skins, etc., that is equivalent to a revius of wine, specifically wine, because apparently there will be more in that measure as it's more uh, sticky or it, con- it, it connects more. So then he'll be chayev for that amount of grape products that he consumes. Mo- moving to Mem Aleph Mudbeis, Rimon teaches us that in order to make a vessel that is owned by regular homeowners, Bali Batim, to be considered not a vessel anymore, and if it was tummy, it loses that status, it has to develop a hole that's the size of a remone, of a pomegranate, because then they would no longer use it. Eretz Zeis Shemin teaches us that in Eretz Yisrael in Torah really most of the halachas are determined most measurements the si- by the size of a kezayis and Udevash teaches us that in order to be chayav in Yom Kippur you have to eat the size of a large date so the point is Rav Chanan expounds the pasuk differently and says it doesn't have to do with order of precedence amongst the Shiva Saminim, that would you make a brocha on an and eat first Rav Yitzchak argues however and says. That it can't be that we explain the pasuk like you're saying, because these are not mephorish in the psukim. These measurements are extremely vague. They're not mentioned clearly in the psukim. All it says is chito sa'orah, etc. And rather, Abiyitzlak says if you're going to expound those drushas, it must be that they're rabbinic. That's the language of our Gemara. Although some, and the Messiah says, Hilchisa. actually, it's dairaisa, but it's halachalamosh misinai. And the pasuk is simply used in asmachda, as an asmachta, and therefore the pasuk is still open for the drusha that I said, Rabbi which is that there's precedence between these different minim, these different food types, if they're all in front of you, as explained above. We're stopping here, about uh, six, seven lines down, From Aleph and but is Hashem, will pick up the Aleph and Murbeis tomorrow. In the meantime, everybody have a wonderful day.